Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to our show is for you and about you, those who work so hard for your money, and you want your money to start working harder for you right now. You want that freedom, cash flow, and prosperity today, not 30 or 40 million years from now, but right now, so you can live that life that you love, doing what you love with those that you love. But most importantly, it's not just about being rich, it's about creating a rich life, because as you're blessed financially, you can enrich the life of others. You can create that ripple effect. And guys, thank you so much for allowing me to create that ripple effect for you. Thank you for binging, sharing, tuning in, and doing all the great things you guys do, especially when you take this knowledge and apply it and change your life. So thank you for doing that. As always, as a reminder, be sure to check out our YouTube channel. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to the Money Ripples with Chris Miles page. There's lots of great bonus videos and video shorts and things like that. It can really just enhance the education experience you have. So go check that out now. Hey, how amazing would it be if you could create monthly cash flow, passive income from making at least double digit returns on your money? And get this, it's only $1,000 or more that you need to invest. Guys, that's exactly what Secured Investment Corp does. They actually do short-term lending to real estate investors that's backed by real estate that you can actually return double digit returns on. That means 10% or better. It's also IRA friendly. And you can even reinvest those monthly distributions to create compound interest on your money too. So guys, if, you're, if you want to learn more about that, go check out securedinvestmentcorp.com. That's secured, S-E-C-U-R-E-D, investmentcorp.com. Okay, guys. So I'm bringing on a, a fun friend here for you guys. Like this guy's actually in mastermind groups I'm in with like family mastermind and I think even CG too, right? I can't remember no, if you're in. Not, not CG. I got to jump on that one though. I'm dropping the Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe in the future. Maybe by the time this airs, you'll be in CG. I don't know. But uh, in any case, uh, so I've got uh, Rafael Cortez here, right? Uh, so Rafael, the one thing that's awesome is that one, I mean, this guy at the age of 19 was a firefighter for Yuma County, one of the youngest guys there. Um, and also decided to start his entrepreneur journey. And so he first he got his entrepreneur going. He had his first business at 21, launched his first company at 23, and now has a profitably invested in wholesale real estate. Uh, he's also been you know, a podcaster with Wholesaling Inc. and, and does a lot with uh, real estate investing and coaching and things of that nature. So Rafael, welcome to our show, man. Thank you so much for having me, Chris, man. It's a blast. Thanks. It's an honor. Absolutely, man. So tell us more about your story. Like, man, like it seems like you just don't do anything slow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like I do. Sometimes I have that, uh, you know, that internal battle, right? I feel like I'm moving too slow. Mm -hmm. uh, but then I start getting faster. And then oftentimes, you know, things just kind of get out of hand. But um, no, I'm just curious. I mean, I've been curious about life, you know, since since the get go, I think it's one of the uh, one of the things that's led me to to having different uh, uh, paths in career. Um, the curious thing is that eventually, like they all consolidated into you know, the single space where I'm at. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I started as a firefighter when I was 19. I, I launched my first uh, uh, business. It was in uh, transportation. So I, I, I built a transportation uh, company. 
uh, at 23, got my first uh, government contract. So that, that was a good thing. And that kind of, you know, spiked the, um, the activity level and, and results and whatnot. So mm-hmm. I, I had that, I sold that in 2014, but in 2009, I started investing in real estate. I did uh, my first fix and flip project, 2009. Uh, I started wholesaling around 2012 and, and I just haven't looked back then. Real estate is the way. <laughs> I, I didn't choose the thug life. The thug life chose me. I like to think about it. That, <laughs> yeah, that was good timing too. What a perfect time to come to the market when everybody's running away from it, right? Yeah. 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 I, I didn't know what I was doing. I think that helped because uh, again, like I was, I was in a totally different business, right? So mm-hmm. mm, I didn't even own my own home during that time. So, I mean, I was renting and I was focused on transportation. So the one thing that I was concerned about was gas prices. Mm. Um, I built a, a fleet of uh, wheelchair and stretcher patient transports. And, um, and I started with one vehicle, just bought the one thing at the, uh, the one van at the auction and started working that with myself. And I was the janitor, the driver, the dispatcher, the everything. And then uh, eventually started hiring people. Uh, yeah. but when I sold it, I had um, a fleet of uh, 28 vehicles, 46 employees, uh, you know, wow. the, the uh, the, uh, all the efforts and everything. So it would, uh, I mean, it moved, it moved, but I, at the beginning of it, I didn't know what was going on with the real estate, um, in the real estate space, because I, mean, mm-hmm. I didn't get directly hit with, with, uh, you know, losing a property. I mean, I knew what was happening of course, but I didn't, yeah. you know, it didn't hit me at a personal level. Uh, and then I jumped in it in 2009. So it's like, man, I dodged that bullet. Um, but, um, yeah, so so I got into it, did a couple of flips. Um, I broke even on the first few ones, and and then I started getting better at them. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I realized that uh, you know I was buying properties from people who wholesale deals, and I was looking <laughs> at their assignment fees being bigger than my my fix and flip profits. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> and I looked I looked into that, and it just you know, uh, you know, long story short, I'm 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 still doing it after you know all these all these years, all this time. Well, and you're, you're in a state too, that had boomed during the last recession, right? And it, and it just crashed as well. I mean, so you saw, I mean, obviously it's hot and booming right now. I mean, it's one of the hottest places in the country, but I mean, you were, you were seriously in a place that would have caused a lot of fear for most people. Yeah. Um, in 2006, I started doing loans. So I was doing mm-hmm. loans there for a little bit. And that was kind of like my first exposure to real estate. Uh-huh. Um, I was uh, still transitioning, you know, from the fire department efforts to, uh, you know, a couple of different things because I knew I wanted to do something else. And I wanted to, I, basically what I wanted was time to build the company. Uh, so mm-hmm. I was building the company and I was doing, you know, just other stuff. And one of the things I did was was mortgages. And that's when I kind of you know, started seeing the thing. So I saw the price points. And then a couple of years later, it's, it's, I mean, everything just bottomed out. Um, and yeah, it got hit. I, I mean, right now there's properties, for example, there's an area in uh, Maryville, the West Valley of Phoenix, I'm in Phoenix. And, um, and property, I mean, you have $400,000 price points on, on properties that, you know, at that time, we're selling for 15,000. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, and times happen, right? It's been a decade plus, mm-hmm. but it, it's, uh, it's just interesting to see the trajectory of things. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Well, what are you passionate about now? Um, coaching. Uh, it's one of, the, uh, with things, it's one of the things that really just um, 
inspires me, wakes me up in the morning and, and pushes me to do things. I mm-hmm. own, a, a, I mean, at this point I have, I have four, four businesses. Uh, I own a real estate brokerage. I have a, my wholesale fix and flip business, which is mm-hmm. capital. Um, I own um, the education portion where I, where I coach um, real estate wholesale. And then I consult for businesses as an organizational psychologist. So I do all of that stuff out of those things. The, uh, the one that really catches me is, is having the ability to empower people. And, mm-hmm. and really impact, you know, uh, the uh, the mindset from from that hustler mentality to the entrepreneur mindset, and creating that shift. Uh, I feel like uh, motivation goes a long way, right? Inspiration goes a long way, but there's nothing like empowerment when you actually empower somebody uh, to believe in themselves, take their own actions, and give them a path that they can follow, and then craft and shape and and turn into their own path eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's huge. That's huge. So it, yeah. it's, it's really. I mean, I think it's one of the best you know, gifts that we can uh, give if, if you're a giver. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you have that, like, like we were talking about before the air, like we had kind of similar backgrounds. I was going the same direction, but I dropped out of college and you just kept going right. Um, with everything else you were doing, which just blows my mind. Um, but you actually went more of that organizational psychology route, you know, going along with this. And I mean, how much do you see that applying with the business you're doing versus most people just getting out there hustling, just trying to make a lot of money in the, in the real estate game. What have you noticed have been kind of like the mistakes people are making and, and what could they, they could be doing differently? It's well, I mean, uh, just to kind of clarify one thing, right? I, I, I do, even though I have multiple degrees, I have two master's degrees in psychology and, and uh, uh, bachelor's and in business. And I, I mm-hmm. don't like, I don't think it's an absolute need to have, you know, the degrees on the wall. Yeah. You can totally do things without them. Um, uh, I mean, we're, we're at a point where, where, you know, skill set and interaction actually has a lot more weight than the titles that, you know, are given by mm. universities and, and whatnot. So with that being said, uh, uh, it taught me how to finish things. Um, yeah. So going into it, I wasn't, I wasn't your straight A student. I mean, I wasn't, I learned to finish things, right. And get committed mm-hmm. to, to the process of, and I did learn a lot of things through, through, uh, through, uh, you know, schooling and, and, and formal education. One thing that I, w- I thought was really cool was that I would learn something, for example, in the organizational psychology class, and I would apply it the next day in my business as mm-hmm. I was going through the process, like, Oh, this works for culture building. This works for, you know, leaning out the systems. Oh, this works for, you know, creating, you know, more space in, in, in the revenue or, or improving the overhead or, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. But you would learn something and then apply it right away. Like, I think that's that's substantial, right? Yeah. Um, and you can take that and, you know, to the bank, actually. So I, I use the degrees. Um, and, um, you know, now for my business and the coaching and everything I do, I mean, I've learned a lot through them. Um, one of the mistakes that I that I see, though, and I think this this did have a lot to do with it. I mean, the, the, the schooling, then just seeing things from that perspective, mm-hmm. uh, was that um, when we start a business... And we, especially if you're bootstrapping, right? Mm. You're trying to figure things out and then you're just, you know, funding on your own, putting the elbow grease into it or limited funds, that type of deal, uh, which is where most people start a great percentage. I mean, I know that's how I got started. Um, it's uh, the hustle mentality is going to make it work, right? The mm-hmm. hustle. You know, we have that chip on the shoulder and we're hustling until this damn thing works. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm not going to take no for an answer. I'm going to push through it. I'm going to break walls with my forehead if I have to. Uh, and, and, and it happens, right? So you get to a point of you know, uh, relative success and, and you have results coming in and whatnot. One thing that happens, uh, you're, ask, you're asking about mistakes that, that I've seen is um, people stay in a prolonged state of hustle, mm-hmm. right? 
And one thing to understand is that hustle is a season. It's not a business strategy. Yes. Um, there's got to be that shift. There has to be that, uh, that um, catalyst that takes you from the hustle mentality to the entrepreneur mentality and taking your, your side business or your hustle into business form, right? And running mm -hmm. a business by the numbers, setting up your systems, your processes, hiring the proper way, knowing where to plug people and, and how to hire, you know, in, in that sense, right? Based on, on the strengths that are needed for the particular jobs. Yeah. Um, so organizational psychology, I mean, that's, that's all it does. It mm -hmm. really matches the, the puzzle pieces together. So that's, that's what it taught me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know you're kind of working on a book here as well, talking about, you know, some of the, one of the things I love, which is, you know, profit, right. Focusing on profit and make sure you're actually building a business, you know, like, like you're saying, cause you just, you just can't keep just hustling to make money. Like it's got, there's gotta be a point where you start to become smarter and, and doing it right. Right. It's, I mean, I think, uh, if we kind of break it down into, into simple terms is life by design, right. I'm going to, mm -hmm. you know, take, uh, Tim Ferriss's, <laughs> you know, uh, model here. It's a, it's a life by design. And, mm -hmm. and I have, I have an avid addiction to protect my time even more than I protect the money. Right. So to me, it's yeah. important to have the ability and the freedom of choice of what I, you know, of, of my options. I want to own my options. Um, if you have, <clears throat> if you have no system in place, and you're doing everything through hustle. You're always micromanaging. You're always, you know, if you step away for 15 days, you have to come back and rebuild the company. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's usually what happens, right? We see it often, especially in real estate investments. Um, you have, you know, the, 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 the investor is doing fix and flips or the, the guy who's doing wholesales and, and whatnot. Uh, and they step away from marketing. They step away from, you know, lead generation. They step away from um, actually running the, the job site or stuff like that. And then just, you know, shit hits the fan. Yeah. Um, and um, they create their own rat race, really. Exactly. exactly. So now you're caught in it. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it's um, there's there, there's better ways of doing things. And, and mm -hmm. you know, documentation of systems is one of them and whatnot. But I use uh, my philosophy is, is uh, um, I call it less business, more profits um, a philosophy. And it less us in lean, effective, strategic and simple. It's an acronym. Right. It's so less. Mm. Um, if I can turn a business into a less business, it, it's. I know I can delegate it and I can step away from it. Um, I can automate stuff and, and I can, you know, elevate to that space where I want to get to. Right. But if I can turn a business into a lean, effective, strategic and simple business where you have accountability, people know what they're doing. Uh, you don't have excess overhead. Uh, you're not, you know, there's no double entry points or redundancies in the business and that type of stuff. You can run, you, you can create this pretty solid, you know, cool little machine that's pumping out results, right? Whatever those yeah. results look like. Um, you know, if it's, if it's leads, if it's money, if you know, whatever you're looking for, but you can create these things. Um, so it's, it's, um, it's a question that I ask myself, right. When I'm doing something, when I'm putting together a process, a new system, or we're tackling a new challenge in, in any of the business, for example, we just opened nationally, uh, mm -hmm. on the, on the wholesale business. So that's challenging itself. Yeah. We're used to, you know, the, the, uh, the Phoenix market first, then mm -hmm. we went County and then we went statewide and now we just went national. So there's different things. The question is still the same. I go back to, okay, how can I turn this into a less business? How can I make this more, you know, lean, more effective, more strategic and more simple. And I just keep kind of, you know, checking my actions as I go um, and, and coming back to that space. So um, the book that's coming out, it's going to be all about that kind of stuff, how to build a, a system with, with uh, that kind of process in mind. That's where less is more, isn't it? <laughs> right. <laughs> less is yeah. more. Exactly. Absolutely. No, that's awesome, man. 
So what, what kind of people do you work with now? Um, um, I have students. I mean, I have students who've never done deals. I have students who run, you know, 20, 30 deals a month. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, it's, it's a broad array at the end of the day, like the, the infrastructure is, is, uh, is similar, right? Mm-hmm. You have different levels of performance and whatnot. Yeah. Bones, uh, you know, are still the bones. You, you still mm-hmm. got to have that foundation of, of how to run a business and you can run the same infrastructure with one person um as you know having 10 you know 12 employees 15 employees uh, yeah. it's different roles and responsibilities so one of the things uh, and actually it's interesting you say that or you ask that because i have one of my uh, one of my students asking so what's the difference like how do i you know why am i having this issue mm-hmm. um and the problem comes when you have um multiple people wearing the same hat <laughs> So you can have multiple people wearing different hats, right? Mm-hmm. So if you don't have, if you're a solopreneur, you're going to wear different hats throughout the business. That's fine. That's understandable. Yeah. But when you have multiple people wearing the same hat, meaning having the same um, oversight over, you know, I mean, any particular responsibility, mm-hmm. there's, there's no accountability. I don't care who you are. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to lapse, right? Because there's finger right. pointing, there's things that happen. So it's, it's, um, it's stuff like that. When you take it into context and you learn how to think that way, you can craft your own uh, processes going forward. And again, my thing is it's really creating that mind shift. I, I give everybody a blueprint, right? Mm-hmm. On, okay. This is step one, step two, step three. This is how we're going to build a business. That's the pragmatics side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's there, but I think the biggest shift really comes on that mindset. Uh, oh, absolutely. When, when you, when you start, when you learn how to think, uh, or see things from a, from an entrepreneur standpoint, as opposed from that, uh, to that, uh, hustler, solopreneur mentality. hustler. Yeah. Yeah. Hustler yeah. It's, it's completely different. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why I noticed when you said 20 to 30, I'm like, Oh, that's at the time that they really got to become a business owner. Oh yeah. I mean, at that point you have multiple acquisition reps, multiple dispo reps. I mean, you're talking PPC and, and marketing budgets that are, you know, 20, $30,000, uh, you know, on a regular basis. It's, you know, if not more. So, yeah. yeah. And, and running lean, it's a challenge, mm. uh, you know, at that, at that level. I agree. And yeah. I, I like, I like the fact that you can, you can throttle your business. So once you have, mm-hmm. this is the thing. You can, you can, you know, turn it into a, not, I mean, it's not an exact science, right? It's real estate yeah. investments. So market volatility is going to impact. I mean, there's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of stuff, but you have a, a, an infrastructure in place that can give you, um, you know, for example, KPI, key performance indicators and that sort of thing that you're tracking. So you create this predict, this, this level of predictability within the business. Mm-hmm. Um, now you can gauge it. I mean, if you want to, if you want to be a company that stays around, you know, the 10, 15 deals a month. Uh, that's doable, right? And you yeah. know what you have to do at the beginning of it to be in that space. You know what everybody is accountable to. You know how to hire for those roles. If um, if somebody leaves, for example, um, you have that one role to fill, not a whole section of the business that needs to get rebuilt. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's important to have. So, I agree. I mean, this is awesome stuff, man. So if people want to be able to learn more about what you're teaching and what you have to offer, what would be the best way for them to follow you? Um, they, I, I'm very active on social media, so you can find me anywhere at Rafael Cortez CEO. Um, the regular Rafael Cortez was taken by a dude uh, in Brazil, so <laughs> I, had to, I had to do <laughs> something it. with it. I added the CEO. Yeah, yeah. Uh, eventually, I'll buy it. From, I'll buy it from, from the guy. He, he's a he's a Brazilian celebrity. Like he does. Oh. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, this is gonna be a little tough, but anyway. So Rafael Cortez CEO. Um, everywhere. Um, the Facebook, uh, Instagram, um, TikTok, and all the platforms on my YouTube channel. I drop a lot of content there. Um, mm-hmm. 
on real estate investments, mindset, uh, organizational psychology principles, and entrepreneurship. So that's there. Um, and anybody who's doing real estate investments, I have a link that I can give your audience for a free download on a PDF on a blueprint uh, of the business. So um, I can give you that after the show if you want to put it on the notes. That's great. Yeah, I'd love to have that. And we'll put that in the show notes so people can get that, you know, not download it while they're driving, but at least get it, yeah. you know, while they're, <laughs> while they're at least sitting somewhere safe. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Rafael, I really appreciate your time today, man. Like really good stuff. And, and obviously it doesn't take long to tell that, you know, you get it. Like you really understand this and uh, you can literally save people's lives. Um, not just from a, you know, I'm not talking about like, it's like people are dying, but, uh, but really business wise. And then they're, minds and their hearts they're dying because they're overworked like they don't know how to get out of that rat race and helping them get out of that is just so essential yeah. so really appreciate you on that journey because that's one of my passions too so uh really appreciate your time today you got it man thank you so much for having me you bet and everybody you know same thing you know it's always the same is that we can listen to this stuff and learn it but it's got to be applied but it's not just about being you know just working harder it's not even just about working smarter it's about working right doing it the right things doing it the right way and then you get the right, most optimal results. So guys, go and make it a wonderful, prosperous week. We'll see you later. Hey! Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.